0: I may have told this story already once. This is a story with Reb Levitz about that, I, uh, that was heard from um, Rabbi Yankala, the, the Shavoska, the Rabbi in Antrop, who I knew uh, quite well. And um, he told a story that he heard it before the war from a rov in a city called Bulgarai. And Dadrov heard it from a chassid of the Triska Magid. The Triska Magid was Rabbi Vron Tversky, was a great tzaddik, famous rabbi in the Ukraine. He was the youngest son of Ramatullah Chernobyl. And he heard it from his father, Ramatullah. The story was with Ramatullah Chernobyl a, a story, that, an experience that he had. It's an amazing story. Ramatullah Chernobyl, after his father, Rabbi the first Chernobyl that ever passed away, would be f- often visited by his father's neshama who came from Gan Eden, to visit him. Then for a while his father didn't show up, for quite a long time. And Ramatalev was a little bit pained by this. He missed his father. His father is not showing up anymore. After a very long time of not showing up, Ram Reb- Nochem showed up one day, came to visit his son, the mother was quite pleasantly surprised, and he asked his father, where have you been for so long? And his father said, I'll tell you the truth, as you spend more time in Gan Eden, it becomes harder and harder to come back into the coarse and crude environment of Olam Hazeh. So it becomes harder for me to come and visit you, because you're still in Olam Hazeh in this physical world, and it's very hard for me. So why did you come now, he asked his father, and said, Seda came because there was an announcement made in the heavens that all the neshamis that were during their lifetime involved in chesed, tzedakah, pidyon shvuyim. Pidyon shvuyim means when people that are persecuted by ruthless uh, governors and rulers and squires, that uh, make their Jewish lives miserable and they would persecute them. So he would go and get a ransom to save them. So um, Reb Nochem was very involved in that all his life. So it says that the announcement in the heavens was that those who were involved in all kinds of chesed, including pidyon shvuyim, should all come and greet, go down to Elam Hazeh to welcome the neshama of a Jew by the name Shia loser. That means Yeshua loser. In Poland you call him Shia Luzer. That neshama just died, passed away, and is going to Gan Eden. So all these Nishamas that were involved in Chesed should go and welcome and greet this neshama to come to Gan Eden. And since I, says Rabbi Noach, I was involved all my lifetime, during my lifetime I was involved in Chesed, in Pidin Shvuyim, I was one of the Nishamas that was, you know, uh, summoned to go and, and greet this neshama. So I thought, since I'm coming already to Elam Hazar anyways, I'll come and visit you." That's what Reb Nachem told his son. So now Reb Motele told who is this Shieluza, that his father was told from heaven to come down together with other neshamers and greet him. This Shieluza lived in Barditchev in the time of Reb Levitzar Barditsheve was the Rav of Barditshev. Shieluza was a man of average learning. He was learned, but not uh, not something uh, outstanding. He was at the shtikel Talmud Chacham, and not a wealthy man. But he was, uh, you know, he had he had what to live. He had what to live from. He was once walking through the marketplace of Baghdad, and he sees a Jew who is sitting on the side of the road, weeping and crying hysterically, and there's a large crowd around this man. He starts asking people, "Why is he crying?" And they explain that this man lives in a village near Badichev and his business, his livelihood, he derives from buying merchandise in the city, he buys in the market various merchandise that they can't get in the villages and then he brings it to the villages around Badichev and he sells it for a profit. He came into Badichev for market day to buy merchandise and he had 600 rubles with him 200 rubles were his own 200 rubles were other people that invested with him so he would share some profit with them and the other 200 rubles were loans he borrowed more money because he was so confident in his ability to sell uh, the merchandise for profit he he bought um, you know he borrowed money to buy more merchandise what happened was the man came to the market and suddenly he noticed that his wallet with all the money had disappeared. And he was totally devastated because not only had he lost his own money, but now he's going to owe 200 rubles to his creditors and 200, and 200 rubles to the investors and and it's it's a terrible situation. He's crying and weeping and we cannot console him. So Shieluza hears this. He walks over to the man who's crying and says to him, can you describe to me how the money was wrapped um, how did you keep the money in what in a in an envelope in a in a piece of cloth in a bag describe to me because maybe i i, I can find it and the man says to she loser I'll tell you what I divided it into three portions the two hundred that were my that was my money I kept in a one type of a wrapping. And the two hundred, which was a loan, I kept in, a, in another type of wrapping, and I, and then the the third, the third two hundred rubles, I kept in a, in another wrapping. So I separated them so I know which one is the loan, what's the investment, and what's my own money. And he described exactly with details how they were wrapped exactly with a rubber band or a piece of paper. She loses disappeared, says thank you, and he went away. He went home, took his own money wrapped them exactly, 200 rubles in each package, wrapped them exactly as the Jew described to him, and came running back to the marketplace and told the Jew, guess what? I found it. Here it is. Thank you for giving me the specifications. Now I know. This is yours. I found it in the street. Which wasn't true. The man was, of course, very, very happy. He thanked the loser and that's it. The next day, somebody found the actual money. It was uh, fell on the side of the road. A Jew found exactly the, the, the three packages of money, and he realized, wait a second, this is the money that this man lost. He came running to this man who was crying and, and, and lost his money. He says, listen, I found your money. So the man says, no, this Shia loser, this guy from Baditrov gave me the money. He said he found it. It can't be both, there's something wrong. So the man who lost the money looked at the packages that this guy just brought him and he said, wait a second, this looks authentic. Shia Loser's packages didn't look so real. So he realized that Shia Loser was just making it up. And he decided to go back and find this Shia Loser. And when he found him, he said, listen, here is your money back. Thank you for trying to help me. I know you did not find my money because my money was just found today. But I thank you. And here is your money back. It's yours. Shaluzah said, I'm sorry. I'm not taking money back. I never take gifts from anyone. Um, I gave it to you. It's yours now. And use it in good health. The man says, "No, no, I'm sorry, I'm not taking it. This is not my money. You, you, you just made it up, you pretended, and I know you did you meant well, but this is not my money. I want to give it back to you." They argued and they decided to go to Reblevi Itsoy, Butdiche Bezdin. best then. himself presided over the case. The Rabiyankeller, uh, who told the story in Belgium, said that he doesn't know what Reblevi Yitzhak passed. What the Pesach was, he doesn't know. He doesn't know, the man who told him didn't know, but he's not sure whether he didn't know whether the whole, the ignorance of that piece of information goes back all the way to the source, to Reb The Reb Motta says he doesn't know. But as, be it as it may, we don't know what Reb Levitrak passed in this case. All we do know is, this story took place around Chodesh Elul, shortly before Rosh Hashanah, where Rabbi Yitzhak came for the he raised his eyes to, to heaven before taking the Shafer in his hand. He says, Rabbi Yitzhak before you judge this world, and before you judge the Jewish people, I want you to look at the case, the Din Torah I just had a few days ago, between this guy, Shea Luzer, and this other man, and if you look that and see that as a sample, of what type of people you have, this is the kind of arguments they have, then I hope that this will influence the way you judge the Jewish people. This was the neshama of Shia this was the Shia who had passed away that day and it was announced in the heavens that all the neshamas who were involved in Chesed through their lifetime, during their lifetime should go and greet this neshama. So that's the the story.